You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hello, I'm Wade Saglis, the Education Editor for Campus Review. While some people may have been able to access work from home policies in the past, the COVID-19 pandemic has seen anyone who can technically work from home do so. But how do people feel about this? And will work from home practices become the norm for many in the future? To discuss this, I'm talking to Dr. Sarah Bankins, a senior lecturer in the Department of Management at Macquarie Business School. She wrote about this issue recently for the university's The Lighthouse publication. Dr. Bankins, you state in your article that even though the technology to work from home has been around for some time, with Zoom, for instance, it's far from perfect. Can you elaborate on that? Well, I think it's important to bear in mind that there are always going to be pros and cons in how we use technology. So, for example, the technology we use can have limitations. Uh, Sometimes our internet connections can be variable, and I'm sure some of us have experienced this in our work lives at the moment, where Zoom or Skype calls can get interrupted, screens can freeze, uh, and that can make calls and meetings perhaps not as seamless as we would like them to be. But having said that, the range of technologies uh, and platforms that we have to communicate and meet virtually at the moment has certainly improved over the years. And in the current context, I think it's fair to say that if someone had never heard of or used Zoom before, I'm pretty sure they'd know what it is and have used it now. And so in using these technologies more, I think many of us are probably pleasantly surprised at their ease of use and their different functionalities and how they help support effective meetings and and collaboration at a time when they're really our only way of doing those things at the moment. But I think it's also important to remember that using technology to communicate is never going to be quite the same as speaking to someone in person and face-to-face. But into the future, I think we'll find technology will certainly continue to be used to support collaboration, but that it will still need to be balanced with ensuring we have the opportunity to see our colleagues in person and continue to have that human contact with our teammates. Absolutely. So more of a supplementary kind of approach, I guess. That's right. Yeah. You also mentioned in the article that while it's too early to judge how the majority of people are dealing with working from home practices, there seem to be three distinct types of people. Can you tell me who they are? Yes, so I think I think workers will generally fall into three uh, probably broad categories regarding their preferences of, for working from home and their experiences of it as well. So people probably office space and some reasons for that might be that their home space simply has too many distractions to be able to work effectively. And especially in the context of this pandemic, some workers Uh, me included, will be needing to manage homeschooling and childcare alongside part-time or full-time paid employment, and that can certainly be highly challenging. So going to an office can make it it easier to get work done. Uh, Also, some people have a preference to, you know, have that really clear demarcation between what is work life and what is home life. And the best way for them to generate that is to have an office to go to every day to get their work done. So for people in this category, their preference will probably continue to be going to the traditional office pretty much every day. 
but another category of people have probably fallen in love with working from home and for them that that short walk to the home office or desk is probably much preferred to the hour-long or maybe even longer daily commute to an office space. So they're probably also enjoying that flexibility of starting and finishing their work when they're most productive in the day. And they might find their home office actually has less distractions than the traditional office. So they can work better and get more done when they're at home. And these people are probably also enjoying how work from home flexibility allows them to maybe better manage their, their work as well as their other life responsibilities. But um, Wade, I think probably for most of us, we fit into the third category. Um, and that's a category of people where we're keen to get the best of both worlds. So that is to get those benefits of work from home that I just mentioned, uh, particularly around that flexibility of when and how work is done but to also keep getting the benefits of being able to go into an office. Um, and some of those can include just being able to see our colleagues um, and have a chat to them, which we can't do face to face at the moment in person, but having those informal conversations and human interaction will, will still continue to be a really important part um, of our wellbeing. Absolutely. Um, many people have argued that COVID-19 could have possibly changed our lives forever. Do you think work from home practices are here to stay? Why or why not? Yeah, it's a good question. So I think in terms of working from home, in part it will depend, it will still depend on the industry and the type of work that people do. So for workers who don't need to be on site every day in order to do their job, uh, then yes, I expect that into the future there will be wider opportunities for those workers to work from home. I think particularly as many organisations will now have been able to see just how effective working from home can be and that people can still be just as productive working from a home office as from a traditional office. And the sorts of workers I'm, I'm particularly thinking about there are those white collar office job um, type of workers. Uh -huh. But post-pandemic yeah, post though, I think there'll obviously be jobs where the nature of the work doesn't lend itself quite as easily to working from home. So for example, Workers who still need to have a daily interaction with customers or clients or patients. So I'm thinking, you know, healthcare workers, teachers, maybe people in warehousing distribution or those in retail hospitality that are particularly customer facing. Mm -hmm. So I think industry and type of work will still play an important role in determining what work from home looks like into the future, um, for example. But also the pandemic has required many businesses to also think um, um, a bit more seriously reassess their costs and overheads. So, uh, you know, one cost many businesses have is real estate costs or the cost of, of leasing office space. And so again, into the future, many businesses might look to lower those office space costs and potentially reduce the amount of office space they have. And one way they could do that is by continuing to encourage some work from home practices and perhaps also thinking more creatively and more flexibly about the type of workspace they need uh, for their business and how they use it. I definitely can see that being the case for a lot of uh, white collar work, as you said, lawyers, accountants. Um, product, finally, productivity is always the key surrounding work from home practices and policies, but are there other impacts, say on individuals and communities that we need to take into account too? Absolutely, and yes, productivity is certainly one aspect, but um, you're, you're totally right, Wade, that there are many other aspects too um, to working from home that we need to be mindful of as well. So, for example, it's important to ensure that 
workers are not experiencing a blurring of those lines between what is home time and what is work time. And particularly when we work from home, it can be easy to keep the work email open or keep the work laptop on and say, oh, I'll just finish this or that after dinner. Um, but we know that adopting a 24-7 mentality to work does not support a good physical and mental well-being. So there need to be clear expectations from managers about when work starts and stops and ensuring that there, that there isn't that blurring from between you know, home time and personal time into work time because workers still need to have that time away from work. Um, and conversely, workers need to be supported in developing an effective work from home routine. And that links a little bit uh, to productivity. So for example, when we're at home, it can be easy to get distracted by other things uh, like getting the washing done or uh-huh. talking to family members, playing with the dog. Um, interestingly, I was talking to a colleague last week who said one of his challenges in working from home was social distancing, not necessarily from people, but social distancing from the fridge. So I, I, I think, and, you know, maybe some of us can relate to that. So I think it's really important that organisations don't just assume that people will automatically find a routine when they work from home or even necessarily find it a very easy thing to do, particularly if they've never done it before. And so organisations might need to step in there and provide some guidance and strategies to help their workers create that work from home routine that is best for them. But lastly, and and on a positive note, I think we may see some more both personal and community-wide benefits from a, a broader shift to working from home. For example, when people can cut out that long daily commute to an office that they may have, suddenly they can find they have more time and energy to get involved in things like local neighbourhood activities or meeting up with friends, exercise, taking the kids to the sports field, etc. So we might find people suddenly have more time and space to engage in those more connection-based, you know, with family and friends and community-oriented activities. Um, And those are great for supporting both personal and community well-being. Uh, Dr. Sarah Mankins from Macquarie University, thank you for speaking to Campus Review about some highly topical and uh, important um, uh, work from home uh, changes, really. Thank you. Thanks, Wade. All the best.